going guys, great to be here from my contract with how's going. Uh, the other day I had a uh, good chat with a long time friend of mine um, who's been going through some struggles at the moment and uh, <clears throat> in, the, uh, in the community like you'd probably meet this fella and uh, see him as a very strong, committed, driven individual who is a family man but also a great father and just you know just someone who you'd see and you'd be drawn to and be attracted to and someone who's confident and you know ticks all the boxes of a really good man and it was quite interesting because i know i've heard through the grapevine that uh, he's been going through some issues lately and uh you know reached out a couple of times to kind of just say you know, hey man, is everything alright? Like, let's let's have a chat, da-da-da-da-da-da, and, you know, had no real response. And then, you know, it's funny, because this, this world where we live in with social is so beautiful thing when used in the right way, because I saw he was online on Facebook, and I just sent a message saying, are you free? You know, not a, hey, let's have a chat, or, you know, let's talk about this, or just, just are you free? And... You know, he responded back and said, yeah, I am, so I called, and he, he picked up the phone, and man, we had probably a 45, 50 minute conversation that is, in, in my context, one of the most beautiful things that, that's gone on in my life personally in the last, you know, couple of weeks, because we were able to discuss his issues, um, you know, he's going through some health challenges, and and they were tough, man. Like, this is this is big time. And especially, you know, I could hear through the phone, like, he'd lost himself to some context. Like, he'd, he'd, he'd fear had come in at the fact that he could lose everything that he'd ever worked so hard for over something he doesn't have control of. And it was, it was hard, you know. Like, it was really hard to kind of hear that that in his voice and feel that in the pain of his of his voice and you know this is a guy who's truly truly dear to me so you know I feel that and it was interesting to then how the conversation evolved because it got to the point where he's been put in a situation where he needs to choose like what's moving forward in the future because of work. Like you've got health issues, work comes around, work needs you, your family needs you, things go on. And um, he's, uh, he, he's come to some decisions and, you know, we were just chatting about this and chatting about that. And, you know, I'd ask him and you could hear him pause and then he'd come out and go, you know what, I fear failure. I fear failing. I feel this, I feel that. And it was interesting because as we continued to speak, it was not so much that he feared failure as that he feared as though he would let the people around him down who depend on him if something was to go wrong. Now, the interesting thing about this conversation is that he has a beautiful family network with an amazing queen who locks it down and has even told him that, hey, if something goes wrong, I got it. But the interesting thing was that's a hard pill to swallow for a man who sees himself as a provider and actually has the driving force to do and create what he's created because he's a provider. 
you know, everyone just goes, oh, just let it happen, let do this, let do that. But when that is your core, when that is your driver, when that is your essence, you can't just go, okay, cool, I'll let everyone else look after me, that's fine. Because it doesn't work like that in your in your psyche. Like, you want to be the person who you strive out to be every day. So... And to be and to have that taken away can be quite devastating. And it was interesting because through the conversation we had some chats around about just changing the goalposts. Like, what is failing? You know, he measured it as not in, not being able to provide. And I said, well, what happens if we measure the same context but on a different field? So let's measure failing as not providing the number one like image for your kids to show them that you know, you can be bigger than any situation. And he, and that hit him, you know, it hit him hard because we're talking about the same situation, the same scenario, the same kids, the same man, the same everything, their own situation. And you need, you know, what, like I hear a lot of people talk about as accountability partners and you need a strong foundation. And, you know, the funniest thing about this conversation to me was that as we dove deep and got into the crust of it, his partner had been telling him all these things for three months yet he ain't listening you know so then that brought up another thing and I challenged him on that I'm like well why are you not listening to your partner like she's the number one you should you should take that on board and I know myself as a as a male it's hard to kind of you know that your partner's right you know what she's saying is good but it's just How do I put it into action? Because you still feel isolated. You still feel isolated in that decision process. You know, and it's not until there's a group of people who get behind you or someone who is from an outside perspective who go, hey, well, why don't you just do this? Just do step one. And then we'll think about step two. Because when we think about that context of our decisions, we play out the whole map. You know, and it's funny because sometimes you've got to go, okay, well, here's the map. But if I don't jump, nothing happens. So, you know, it, it's funny. Like, I just I just needed to kind of chat about this because it's not the first time that I've spoke to another guy who is extremely confident, extremely dominant in his persona, extremely loving and caring and a great asset of a man, but on the inside is a fractured soul on the basis that they guide themselves by these guidelines which are great because at the end of the day like if that's who you are if you're a provider then be a provider but how do you measure that you know it's not always financial it's not always time it's not always emotional it's it's a whole constitute of things and you know this guy is as a teenage boy you know, we struck some chords there speaking about, well, what would you do with your son? Like, what image do you want to show him? Do you want to show him that he needs to sacrifice his whole life to provide, you know, a couple of grand a week on, on the table? Like, is that is that his worth? Or is his worth something that he can give to his family and something that he can give to the next generation? Like, what image are you showing? You know, and it, it's, it's crazy because we just don't think like that. You know, we just, we're not wired to assess the situations like that by ourselves. Because it's fucking scary. It's fucking scary to sit there and look at yourself in the mirror and then confront yourself about what you're actually afraid of. You know, here's a guy who's had a major health issue. 
is about to lose some job, about to lose a job maybe if he chooses to, you know, but he's measuring everything off a paycheck. And it's interesting that fear had created that value for him when really he doesn't give a shit about it. His number one value is being a father and and a partner and a husband. Like that's his number one thing. Like his number one thing's that. So if those are your, if those are your number ones, then what does it matter the other ones? You know, as a family unit, you need to make those decisions. So it's really quite interesting. Hey, and I'm, I, I want to get on with this guy and, and put up a put up a little video about our chat. Maybe not a video, an audio um, about our chat because I think there's something there that in the next couple of weeks we'll be able to dive deeper into his decision processes and thought processes to really kind of figure out, you know, why he was so fearful. Like, what was it? You know, fear is such a broad term. Like, what exactly was it that was driving him down to basically, you know, take away his worth? Like, cut his worth from out from underneath himself. No one else has done it. People have provided situations, but he was making decisions that was taking away his worth. So, and his family's worth too. So, guys, if you've got any thoughts around this, you know, I'd love to hear some other men and, and even partners, man. This is huge on partners to, to see... How do you communicate to your partner when you know that they're doing something that's jeopardizing their future? You know, when you know that they're doing something that they don't love. You know, how do you have that conversation? How do you how do you have that conversation as a family? So if anyone's got any comments or, or anything, just throw them out. Uh, and all right, I'm out guys, peace.